a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And uh, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Jackie. Actually, I'm Angel. And that's Jackie sitting in for Jose. <laughs> I'm not Jose. Sorry. Um, uh, my brother Jose could not make it here today because he's all chingon y todo. Uh, he's doing a project for television and uh, he couldn't make it here. Uh, but he's here in spirit. And But we're happy to have Jackie sitting in. For him or me, depends on how you look at it. I know. It. I don't know. I'm yep. sitting in your chair. I'm sitting in Jose's chair. So So we're just chilling in the garage, yeah. eh? And thank you, everybody, for tuning in again to uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and uh, Jackie. Uh, today on uh, uh, at Theo Luis's Garage, as you do every week, and for all you new listeners, you're going to dig it. You'll probably come back next week. You can catch us at www.twintalkcast.com. And on our largest radio network, which is, which one is it, Jackie? Twin <laughs> Point Live 365. Pop quiz, baby. Live365.com, the largest radio network. And if you guys want to catch us, like, on the road or something on your on your Apple uh, gadget, you can go to iTunes. I there you go. You know that one. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. I know you can hear us on iTunes. Just search Twin Talk. With Jose and Angel, and you can listen to us in your gadget. Anyways, today we have a pretty cool show, but last week was awesome, wasn't it? It was Jackie? a great show. We had... Uh, Erica Chase. Indeed, and that was the song that you just heard uh, before the intro. Uh, what was the name of it there? Uh, everybody, this is Lenny, our technician. What's up? What was the name of that song? That was though? called uh, We Can Fly by Erica Chase. Right on. It's a really nice song. She's a, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, she she does, does indeed. And she has uh, 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 she plays the guitar. She came here. She shared a track. Talked about her uh, her uh, sprouting, if you will, career. Yeah. Uh, and she thought Jose's comments were kind of not so cool <laughs> with her. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you guys got to <laughs> check out the podcast. Go to www.twintalkcast.com and uh, you can check out our, all our archives. Uh, and uh, that was uh, last week's show and some other stuff. We also talked about, uh, Jackie, you brought some pretty risque stuff last time on current events. I did. You know what? When I listened back to the <laughs> show, I said cock a lot. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Jackie brought her cocktails, uh, <laughs> you know, to the show. So please check out our podcast on iTunes or on our website. But today, Jackie, we have a uh, really kick-ass show. I'm really excited about today's show. It sounds amazing. Yeah, we have today uh, a filmmaker, uh, Jerry Sanchez, who is actually, he put together a film called West Coast Poppers, which is all about the West Coast popping movement that uh, is still going on, but basically, you know, from the beginnings and now, uh, uh, it's pretty dope. And so we're going to have him on later on. Nice. And also one of the, uh, 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 how would you call it, the, the godfathers of pop locking. He actually uh, starred on two of the movies, Breaking, uh, Vidal, Lil Coco, Rodriguez. He, in the movie, he was a little kid popping. 
Uh, you're probably too young for this, honey. I didn't see it. No? I'm sorry. You can catch it on YouTube. Are you aging me? Um, you're aging before I speak. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's going to be here. And also the uh, legendary pioneer mix show jock, uh, uh, previously from uh, that uh, famous K-Day, 1580 K-Day. Mm -hmm. um, probably before your time as well, yeah. huh? <laughs> But anyhow, um, and from the movement. Uh, from I'm not from the 10, movement. <laughs> I swear. I'm not 10 years old. I promise. <laughs> Anyways, I know some of our listeners out there are still 21, but know who they are. Uh, they'll be on here at the later on the show. And, of course, you're wearing two hats today. I am. You're uh, here uh, next to me. And what do you call it? Co-hosting? Co-hosting. And current events. Yes, I'm doing current events tonight. Oh. We have some really juicy news oh. stories. All I'm right. very excited about it. Uh, what's that? Um, of course, I have all the details from the Oscars, the winners, the glamorous red carpet, and um, new Twitter accounts because of the Oscars. I'll let you know what's what? going on with that. Mm -hmm. Also, I've got the newest political scandal that's been going on. I'm really excited about it. More scandals. Mm -hmm. I'll give well, you details soon. I think that... Uh, uh, politics and scandal are like synonymous with each other. Hello, everybody. Our guests are just here. Please uh, grab the chairs that are over against the wall over there. Um, and then uh, Coco and Jerry, you guys can sit up front here. Anyhow, um, right now, well, we're looking forward to that. And uh, I think it's uh, uh, it's time for the... It's time for shout-outs, Shout-outs, eh? What's up? Where's my music, Holmes? Please stand by. <laughs> Anyhow, we got a good show. And uh, hang tight. I'm going to give everybody a shout out right now. Shout outs, eh? Anyways, uh, the shout outs are brought to you every week by Express Cuts. Uh, because when you want to get your hair pimped, just go to Express Cuts. I got some special shout outs today. Uh, this is from me and my brother. Even though my brother's not here, he couldn't make it. Uh, but anyhow, let me give him a shout out. Hey, bro, what's up? Uh, special shout out to Red Rose Mafia. They're the Cholas with a cause. They had a great event, a meet and greet event this weekend that I was at. It was great to meet you all. First and foremost, La Jefa. Right on, homegirl. You do a good thing, man. You're a good leader. Um, great uh, bunch of girls. And uh, let me throw some names out there. Uh, Cece Page, Betty, Alejandra. Thanks for shouting out on my way out. Uh, out of NorCal, it's Lolita Love and Leah Love. Hey, it was nice hanging out, having a uh, cigarette with you out there. Uh, Candy Kane, what's up, homegirl? And uh, I think they're out of, oh, yeah, out of New York. We actually had some cholas, too. Rock and Lola, Doris Lacayo, and Ronnie Fathaway. Uh, there's a whole lot more. Uh, Linda Hart, Myrna Frausto, and a whole much more uh, of the uh, Roy Rose Mafia that were there that Thank you for the love. Shout out to you. And uh, also, Leti Tabares, it was great to see you in person again. Um, Jenny Lynn Perkis, Perkins in um, Utah. Uh, Gloria Rodriguez. My homie, Uman Tecum from Ishkimili Crew. And uh, check it out, uh, Jackie. Chu Chuko from Boulevard Nights. Uh, Danny De La Paz was there this weekend. Shout out to you, Holmes. And MC Pancho, he's a vato from uh, Sons of Anarchy and a cool cat as well. Shout outs to all of you. And a, another special shout out to my baby and my niece, Jessica Hart. She's over in one of the Carolinas, uh, Fort something Carolinas. She posted a South? picture. South Carolina? South Carolina, North Carolina. 
And she posted a picture. Check it out. It's a picture of her in North Carolina with a bumper sticker of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thank you, baby. And that's your shout-outs from Twin Talk. Oh, hold on a second. It's brought to you by Express Cuts. So if you need your hair pimp, just go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road. Walk in or call in to 626-448-1931. Do you have a shout-out? I do have a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to my lovely friend Bear. It's his birthday, and he's having a birthday birthday, dinner. I'm sorry I couldn't make it, Bear, but I'm here. So make sure you listen in later on. Listen, how about, hey, Lenny, how about you, Holmes? Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Jose. Uh, too bad he couldn't make it. And <laughs> everybody else, you know, listening. Hope you're tuning in. <laughs> hey, brother, we got it. We just put the tap on the uh, on the keg, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's your shout-outs, eh? Okay, then uh, uh, we're back. We're just saying hello to our guests here. Yes. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, we got Lil Coco, that's Vidal uh, Rodriguez, and Jerry Sanchez uh, on the sidelines here. They're going to come in later on, and they brought their lovely family. You're, very, you're all very welcome to be here. I'm glad you brought jackets. Cause yes. you know <laughs> It's kind of cold here in Felix's garage. <laughs> you guys came prepared. <laughs> Smart. So how was your weekend, Jackie? I had a really good weekend. It was busy. I worked. Um, Oscars was on Sunday, so I was pretty much busy all day. So I prepped myself. So Saturday, I did nothing. Right. You what? know what I did? Okay. okay. I'm into this show, which I'm so behind, but I'm really into it now. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead? Uh, no. It's on AMC. comes out on Sundays. Uh, okay. I heard about it. It's, it's a show. It's a show, and I'm really into it, and I s- literally spent... I think, was it Friday night into Saturday morning? I didn't go to sleep till like 5, 6 in the you morning. because I was catching. I had a marathon. <laughs> it's like zombies. It's uh, survivaling. Really? It's really good. I've totally done that. <laughs> I've done that with cereals, ice cream, and, you know, other stuff. You Cereal know. marathons? Well, with food, uh, with the movie, and then, you know, I, just, oh. I eat. I eat a lot when I, I watch a bunch eating, of movies. I like, nonstop cereal or ice cream. I, I actually totally can. I actually gave up milk, but I still eat my cereal. Oh, dry. you gave it up for lunch? Yeah. What do you do? No, I just gave it up. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, but I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> Anybody else here <laughs> in the house? Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> nope. You're by yourself, crickets. Okay. <laughs> crickets. Hey, so what is it you do for telev- on television? You work at NBC, right? Yeah, I work at NBC, and um, I deal with the newscast, and I deal with all of the video that we use. So pretty much a good old chunk of the video that you see on air, I'm in charge of handing that out to the reporters, producers, and making sure that we don't show stuff that we probably shouldn't uh, know on air. The stuff that we would show here if we were yeah, television, exactly right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Talking about marathon foods, I kind of had that this last week. Uh, um Oh, uh, bad I was girl. pretty <laughs> bad. I have recently become obsessed with Girl Scout cookies. Uh, 
and they have taken over my life this last week. I like the ones with the coconut. Samoas? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call? I'm not kidding you. I had <laughs> one. Okay, let me let me explain to you how it happened. Okay, uh-huh. so last week, so all the Girl Scout cookies are starting to come out because you know they're already delivering them. Uh-huh. Last week, um, we had some at work, so I, you know, I tried some of the cookies that I don't really like, which are the lemon ones, and um, I, I don't know this other sugar cookie one. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, whatever, just to kind of have that sugar sugar crunch. Uh-huh. Um, but then. I had ordered some myself, and I got them, I think, on Thursday or Friday. Uh, and you finished them, right? And I <laughs> ate them super fast. <laughs> super fast. I was like, oh, my gosh, because they were the ones I like, which I are the Samoans. I could totally do that myself. Uh, yeah. So but then see, I'm like, I could blame it on my munchies. I don't know about you. you know? No, I just love sugar stuff. Okay. I just love cookies. <laughs> and then so I'm like, whoa, this is scary. I need to cool it off. Uh-huh. So Saturday, <laughs> I had ran out. Uh, what? Kill it with a Coca-Cola acid <laughs> or something? <laughs> I stopped eating them for Saturday, and then Sunday I was cool. Oh, then, then you couldn't fit into your dress for the Oscars, no. right? <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, my dad brought some cookies home. I ate that box in right one on. sitting. Well, uh, there's only one thing I got to say. Why don't you bring any home, girl? Because I ate them all, fool. I'm That's why. I'm always bringing stuff over here, home I girl. Ate See, them I ate them all. I share the love over here. <laughs> I ate them all. I get a, I got, I got a sweet tooth, and I think everyone has one. I have a big sweet tooth. Right on. I love chocolates, cookies. I'm not crazy about, I'm, but particular cookies. Oh my god, I can eat tubs of them. Same here. Yeah. Put them in your ice cream. Pretty embarrassing. Crumb, Ooh, crumb I never thought of that. Because I'm not crazy about ice cream. No. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah. What is your name, sweetie? You, Cinderella. Cinderella likes ice cream. She likes ice cream. TT. She's Auntie (laughs) TT, right? (laughs) Right on. Well, you know what? I had a pretty good week, and I hung out with uh, um, my girl, Lulu. Oh, nice. How is she? Uh, She's good. We're both on cloud nine because we're recently engaged. Yes. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to ride that one as long as I can, okay? (laughs) No pun intended, baby. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, I'm still on cloud nine. Okay, uh, but anyhow, the I hung out with uh, the Red Rose Mafia. They had a, a meet and greet, and I had a chance to meet MC Pancho. And who I was really excited to meet was Chuco from Boulevard Nights. You don't re- probably don't remember because you're out. No. That was a. Uh, it, it was. You've heard of American Me. Yes. You've heard of uh, what's the other one? Blood in and blood out. Which he was in. He was in. I don't think American I saw that one, but I heard of it, yeah. Well, this was before that, and it was lower budget. And uh-huh. actually, these these uh, this genre of cholo movies, mm-hmm. actually, I think, in my opinion, sprouted out of this movie, Oh, Boulevard that's what Nights. set it off. And he had the lead role, and it was a compelling, uh, brilliant performance by him. But anyhow, it was great to meet him, and uh, I'm hoping to uh, – uh, we're talking about having him on the show sometime soon. So what do you got on shout-outs today? I did my shout-outs already. You're talking I mean about current <laughs> events? What do you have on current <laughs> events today? <laughs> oh, that one. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I've got some interesting stories. Of course, I have to start. Oh, hold on a second. I know that we've already introduced you, but ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas on current events. <laughs> you know what I just realized? I'm double fisting tonight. Huh, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> you know when, you d- you, when you have two beers? Oh. And you're double fisting oh, it. Oh, so you're, oh, you got two so walls. I'm, you're I'm two multitasking. Multitasking. <laughs> I'm double fisting it tonight. 
I, oh, that, that, I don't know why that made me think of that's that. What, I don't know. That's I'm what sorry. you said on the previous current events when you put duct tape on yeah. on, both, on your beer and you don't. You drink both. It, okay, go for it. I think about beer My sometimes. Kind of I can sorry. that. Okay. So, of course, I have to start with the biggest story, international, which is the Oscars. Everyone watches the Oscars. It's an international um, celebration. It has all of the films celebrated throughout the year. Um, of course, American and some foreign. Let me tell you, I, I admit, you know, I don't typically watch television, but my girl Lulu is so, is so into the celebrity mm -hmm. uh, thing, and so she loves watching these award shows. And I caught myself seeing some of them. And... Um, uh, um, a big deal indeed. Yeah, it is. It's I don't definitely, know why, but it is. Go for it. It's <laughs> definitely considered one of the most glamorous um, <laughs> award shows here in Hollywood. Uh -huh. um, it happened this last Sunday. It was hosted by Billy Crystal, and um, he caused slight, uh, slight ratings boost from last year's show. Who was there last year? Who was the host? Um, it was actually Anne Hathaway and James Franco, which was a drama in itself because James Franco was, al <laughs> was allegedly stoned throughout the whole show. <laughs> I, in my opinion, yeah, it was pretty visible that he was. I think it's pretty, you know, good for him. He had fun. <laughs> he looked so <laughs> gone the whole show. Uh, you know what he probably thought? He probably thought to himself, well, you know, I'm going to mess this up, so I might as well have fun with it. I feel it. like he did it on purpose. Yeah. Just to kind of like, anyway, and Anne Hathaway, which was, did all these costume changes and she was uh, very much overcompensating for what was going on uh -huh. so it uh -huh. was it, it was a drama in itself so billy crystal came in to host Th it this year this year uh -huh. and which of course we remember was a whole drama in that in itself as well because eddie murphy was originally um put up to host the show i remember you saying that um but then brett ratner the original producer for the show ended up getting kicked off because of some gay slurs that he said and because i think he's an overall douchebag so they um, so they brought so <laughs> they can oh I'm so sorry I forgot to warn we have a rated R show guys rated R NC17 so kids we love you but close <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> we have kids presence here guys well that's funny because it's kind of ironic that uh, uh, having uh, that guy not done the show because of the the gay slur yeah yeah but then Billy Crystal and back in the day he paid it played a gay guy in, in Oh, he did. He did, but that was before your time. See, I'm t I'm, I'm totally talking so before your time. I'm so ten years old today, <laughs> I swear. Um, so after Brett Ratner was booted out, Eddie Murphy walked away, and Billy Crystal had before done a good job. This was his ninth time hosting the Oscars show. Um, so it was definitely not his first rodeo. So he came in um, to help him out. He, like I said, he did boost the ratings a lot, yeah. but um, it wasn't an amazing show. And a lot of critics have panned his performance. They felt like that he aged the show, uh, and his jokes were really not aged the show. Yeah, he really like what I'm trying to do to you <laughs> right here. <laughs> his jokes were kind of not that great, and some of them were actually. Um, considered it slightly controversial. Well, you look at him, okay, and and he does look older. He's rounder. He, he look weird, He's though? grayer. I felt like he got some work done on his face. Like, it, his, I don't know, his eyebrows, something there was not... It looks like he needs work on <laughs> his face. <laughs> yeah, Actually, that Oscar too. looks much better than he does. Oh, boom, boom. Boom, boom. So one of the... He did his usual song and dance bits, and like I said, he did a couple jokes. Uh, one of them he said uh, after he saw the help, 
he said he wanted to hug the first black woman he saw, <laughs> which was that's kind of racy. Which was from Beverly Hills, about a forty-five minute drive. <laughs> so people were laughing, but uh-huh. kind of like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. not funny, dude. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was not very much liked by the critics. They didn't think he did such a great job. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm I'm very happy for the young lady who won that Oscar. What was her name? The uh, the the black woman who won the Oscar for the help. Octavia Spencer. She was totally overwhelmed because not yes. that many uh, African Americans have. No, I, I mean believe she was the fifth black woman uh-huh. or b- black actress or black actor who had won right. an award. Period at the Oscars. So I think that you know I think it's pretty dope. I mean you know there's the the awards isn't awards and it's it's people in the industry celebrating themselves. So it's really not in my book the big deal, but. But I guess, you know, uh, for her it is, and, and, and I, I kind of shared in her joy. I got a little teary-eyed when I saw her. Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. really, really nice. The artists swept the Oscars. They won for Best Director. They won for Best Picture. Um, I'm sorry, Best Picture and Best Actor and several other awards. They really did really well. Um, Meryl Streep won for Best Actress for The Iron Lady, which I have not seen myself, but I heard it was um, – it was an interesting. The it was a good movie. The Iron Lady. Yeah, the Iron Lady. She has that f- that look already, you know. <laughs> like, don't mess with me. Don't mess with me, fool. And the and the artist like totally swept swept. Is that what you said? Yeah, which is ironic because uh, it's a silent film, and it was not very popular at the box office because a lot of people really weren't that popular or into it. Uh-huh. Um, of course. It was <laughs> by they had. The uh, the actor was French. The director yeah. was French. Let me tell you, sometimes uh, the, the 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 silent film. It's kind of like sometimes when my girl gets mad at me, uh-huh. and she's just talking, and I it just in my mind, I it, <laughs> it goes silent. Oh <laughs> no! Don't say that. We want you to listen <laughs> to us. We are talking to you for a reason. Let me tell you though, uh, we do have a call in later on uh, from uh, uh, someone from the artist, uh, and we'll tell you about that later. Awesome! Can't wait. Okay. Yeah, so, but there was actually even drama before the show even started. It was on the red carpet. Actor, or controversial actor, I would say, Sasha Baron Cohen spilled fake ashes okay, of him. Sasha Baron Cohen, he's the guy that did um, Borat. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, he's a, he's <laughs> a, but he's controversial because he, he does his films. I guess what we can call documentary style. And he just kind of shows up at awards. He shows up at events, and he's in character. So that's what he did on the red carpet. He came in. He's going to come out of this new film on the dictator. So he came dressed as a dictator, and he had these uh-huh. uh, chicks, like these four chicks with him that are dressed in like military style, but they're like sexy military style. Uh-huh. And he spilled fake <laughs> ashes of Kim Jong Il on Ryan Seacrest. Good. That's what Ryan Seacrest gets because he live. Look, he looks too damn pretty all the time. Live <laughs> during an interview. Can you believe it? They were live on air, and uh-huh. he's doing his thing. And Ryan Seacrest totally did not see it coming. He knew something could happen, but he he did not see it coming. That's what I do to my brother all the time on the show here. Spill fake ashes. I, uh, I sp- uh, whatever. I'm uh, constantly not on script, and he it drives him nuts. How, and how did uh, Ryan Seacrest handle you it? You know what? He took it <laughs> really well. He took it really, really well. Um, he literally he better spilled have. He it. Makes millions of dollars. I know, right? I mean, uh-huh. how much can his day be ruined? He spilled <laughs> it all over his jacket and his pants, <laughs> and then security guards came and escorted Sasha Baron Cohen down the rest of the red carpet. Like they removed him from really? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, because um. He, he said that and he was dressed like a dictator. He was dressed as a dictator with the hat and the olive green 
hat. I mean, well, I'm surprised thing. Obama didn't come in and send the military to take him out. You know, <laughs> I mean, he had to get actual approval before he came onto the red yeah. carpet, but they let him come in, and and he did that to Ryan Seacrest live on air. Good. Ryan Seacrest, though, the professional that he is, actually had a backup jacket with him to change. He had a backup really? outfit to change into, so it really didn't ruin his day. Like kind of like you are today, you're the backup today. Exactly. Because Jose is not here, so you're. Backing exactly. me up as the I backup, backing as up. I kind of handle this or backing we handle it up this now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was that is how kind of set off the <laughs> the night. Um, a couple other dramas that happened during the show. Uh, we had some real interesting moments too, in particular that caused a lot of chatter online. That Twitter accounts were actually created after them. Off, off of the Oscars? After, after these moments that happened. Okay. So then the one in particular is um, J-Lo's nipple or possible <laughs> nip slip. No it, way. Yeah. It was. It's I missed it. It's oh. Did you, you see that, Denny? No, I didn't. Actually. You didn't see it? No. Oh, dude, I totally missed it. <laughs> you s- well, you missed it or maybe you maybe there's nothing even there. We still don't know. I'm going to so YouTube when I get home. She was presenting. <laughs> <laughs> she was presenting an award with Cameron Diaz, uh-huh. and um, Os- Oscar J Lo had this extremely low cut dress. What's uh-huh. new? Um, yeah, she. I think she wears them well, though. She does, uh-huh. but this is what what happens what when happens? you wear them super <laughs> short, super low things. Se te sale la chichi. <laughs> ca- it really. When I was watching it, I'm like, uh, is that what I think it is? But I didn't say anything because I don't want people to think I'm perverted. Uh, and then all <laughs> of a sudden, like all, <laughs> all <Yeah>. of these. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, what well, they would say, why are you looking they're at her boobs? But it's so <laughs> out there that uh-huh. I really questioned if it was her, her areola, areola thing. <laughs> so her stylist says that it was just a shadow caused by the lighting, that it's not actual J-Lo's oh, nipple. Yeah. But many viewers <laughs> disagree. It was it was a, a, what are those sundials? It was a sundial. <laughs> 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 a lot of viewers <laughs> were totally disagree. Totally, hey, wait, Mija. Um, Jennifer Lopez's sundown, please post it <laughs> on Twin Talk Show Facebook. <laughs> so because of this, a Twitter account was uh, set up called, uh, it's at JLo's Nipple. So there were some <laughs> that said, like, do you see me? Like, <laughs> There's an actual Twitter account that one could follow. Yeah, that one could follow. So you could follow JLo's nipple. Yeah, <laughs> you can totally. <laughs> well, I know you were during the Oscars. I, <laughs> I swear, I was like, uh. Yeah, so th- she's, they've got a lot of viewers. <laughs> um, so that was one of them. The second one, the second account is called at Angelina's leg. What? Yeah, an- oh, at Angelina's leg. This was all a cause <laughs> to the actress and director Angelina Jolie's leg. She was presenting the award for best screenplay, I believe. And when she walked out, she had a dress with a really high cut slit to her leg. And she took this stance where she kind of popped her leg out and <laughs> bam, it was there. And people were like, Pero está flaca, man. So parece que anda caminando de manos. Like, <laughs> like she's walking on her hands. She's I know. Yeah, she did look extremely, extremely slim. <laughs> so people were like, woo. And she kind of laughed. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I felt like she was saying, I'm Angelina and Chili, bitches. And you're <laughs> not. So because of this, a Twitter account was started at Angelina's, jo- <laughs> Angelina's leg. And they photoshopped her leg in different like <laughs> things like in the um 
final, the Last Supper. They put her leg on the side of the frame. The Last Supper. Yeah. Did she did she at least shave it or did she have like little no she little had, stubbles? No, it looked pretty pretty clean. <laughs> uh-huh. it, but it was really. You were looking at her leg as I thought Dude. you were looking at J Lo's nipple. Okay, <laughs> well that was the J Lo's leg came later, <laughs> and I didn't feel like I was perverted looking that one because I knew everyone was looking at her leg and she was popping it out. <laughs> she was popping it out. She was also popping it out earlier during the red carpet when she was a little bit fashionably late with Brad Pitt. So what's the name of the Twitter accounts? It's at JLo's nipple. And the other one? And it's at Angelina's leg. <laughs> okay, if there's anybody, any of our listeners uh, following those Twitters, why don't you call us at 626-275-TWIN. Yeah, let us know what's, what's going 8946. on. 8946. Did you see that, though, when he, she presented that the, the, the Oscar? J- Angelina Jolie, and then, and then the, a bald guy came up to receive it. Yes, and he made fun so of. So then, after for the winners of the <laughs> best screen, best screenplay, they came on, and one of them actually imitated her <laughs> and did the, that pose and showed dance. his leg. And well, he was wearing a tux, but he popped out the leg just like <laughs> Angelina Jolie I bet did. You see how Jackie's trying to do it I'm in the chair right <laughs> there? It looks like it hurts me, huh? Take it easy. We're not. We don't <laughs> this is Theo Luis's garage. We don't have insurance here. I'm right? just not Angelina <laughs> Jolie, so I can't do it. But she, uh, she caused some controversy. Another one that I thought was really funny was um, actor Jean Dujardin, which I hope I'm saying that right, um, who won for Best Actor for The Artist. He did his acceptance speech, and then at the end, he went in this French thing. <laughs> and um, he was speaking in French. Please. <laughs> pardon my French. Pardon my French, but it was poop off, whatever. And then he said backstage. Li- <laughs> he said later on backstage that he actually cussed. He uh-huh. cussed in French while we were live on air. I thought that was French was just cussing all the time. I, d- <laughs> I don't Is that know. why they say excuse my French? Maybe. So, so when did he cuss? I mean, on the on the microphone. Well, yeah, because he was saying his accept- his acceptance speech, and then he was really excited, and he was like pumping his fist, and then he went into this French thing, uh-huh. blah 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 blah, and <laughs> then we, I mean, we're like whatever, that's what we're hearing. Huh. Um, but then one of the French reporters, after in the backstage um, area, uh-huh. obviously knew that he had. Cussed. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally do that. Yeah. Would you cuss in Spanish? Yeah, in Espanol. But, but you know, everybody knows here. Everyone knows Spanish <laughs> around here. They would know if you were saying, Hijos de la. Hijo de tu madre. <laughs> Anywho, so um, that's the Oscars, guys. It was a really, um, it was fun-filled from the celebrities, not so much the host. So, no. Billy Crystal. Nah, thumbs down. I'm th- thumbs um, down. I'm sorry. Oh. I like him. But reality is, he hasn't been around. What was the last movie he did? Nobody knows. Um, when Harry Met Sally? Yeah, that was like in the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, last thing I, I remember think him it was doing him. Last thing I remember him doing was Monsters Inc, which was animation. So That doesn't count. Doesn't count. So Billy Crystal, I'm sorry. I like you, but Sorry, Holmes. You're um, you know, let's have Franco back. Franco. <laughs> Next time just, you know, do whatever DeFranco did. The Stone. He was dude. <laughs> He was more entertaining, even though they didn't bring him back. <laughs> the stone, too. Uh, but you know what? Later on, after the uh, after the, s- the, the, the the rest of the current events, we're mm-hmm. going to have a call-in from uh, George, the actual ca- character uh, from the, vi- uh, what's it called? The, the Artist. The Artist. The award-winning movie, The Artist. We're going to have the actual character, George Valentine, 
call in later on. So just uh, continue with your shout uh, your shout outs here. You keep on calling my <laughs> stories shout outs. I'm sorry. What can I say? They're my current events, Angel. Okay, Mija. <laughs> <laughs> I'm plugging my shout outs. Later on, I'm going to say continue with your chill lounge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Um, this one is not as um, lively as the Oscar story. So. A 10-year-old girl from Long Beach, California, died after a planned after-school fight in an alley near her elementary school. Planned? Planned. They said, I'm going to meet you down there. Yeah, I'm going to meet you down there, and we're going to bronca. So the fight lasted about a minute. No weapons were involved, and no one was knocked out to the floor. Um, However, the 10-year-old, Joana Ramos returned to the school grounds she complained of a headache and had a bloody nose oh no and she was taken to her house her parents took her to the hospital at this point she was already unconscious and not breathing and um she died just a few hours after 10 years old 10 years old she had no visible signs of trauma but did suffer from blunt trauma to her head so police are now calling her death a homicide oh my god 10 years old she was um going to turn 11 years old next month and this really pissed me off of course how can this is the stupidest thing ever they're 10 years old Mm -hmm. they're going to an alley to meet up to go fight Mm -hmm. they're in elementary school they want to get down and for what this little girl has died now over nothing allegedly it's over a boy but that still hasn't been confirmed (laughs) and if it is over a boy stupid 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 you know what uh, uh, hopefully you know there's little kids listening out there don't get in a fight eh? just Go tell on them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go tell their parents or something. Eh? It ain't worth it because, you know, it no could be point. a little bit, you know. No, no point. point. Poor little girl. Uh, like I said, she was going to turn 11 years old next month. <laughs> and um, That's too bad. Huh? Yeah, there was uh, seven uh, onlookers uh-huh. of the fight. So there uh-huh. were seven other people, seven other kids. They were watching. They were watching. They themselves didn't say anything, didn't stop it. Well, I mean, scared. the fight was only about a minute. Um, but still didn't uh, went along with it. So now um, a little girl is gone. Well, uh, our love and prayers to the family and, and also even to the child that uh, got in a fight with her. Because, yeah. you know, she does, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that they're both good kids that just did something stupid. I, you know, I think hopefully that it's not that child isn't stigmatized for uh, the rest of her life. So, uh, you know. I hope not either. This little girl might be in big trouble, though. Yeah. Um, she is a minor, but like I said, Long Beach police are calling it a homicide. So we will still see what's going on. Family members were actually questioning as well. Why is it that a group, because this was after school, uh-huh. um, how is it that these group of students were able to leave their after school program and go to another location without an adult with okay. them? So there is some question about the school itself. about the way that they run the after-school program and why is it that they had no idea that seven eight nine kids had left the campus had left they were all involved in an after-school program Mm -hmm. left the program and and this happened yes it was a short amount of time but she died yeah well you know what i i think that they should actually you know kick their butts (laughs) yeah they're they're definitely getting yeah the after the uh the people that are responsible the adults that is 
Yeah, and I remember when, <laughs> I mean, not in elementary school, but I remember like in high school when uh-huh. you would go to watch a fight that would happen, and it was uh-huh. the stupidest thing to me ever back then. Like, why are you guys going to go down over the street over to go get in the... But you were there, right? No, I would never go. Yeah. Should I want to get in the middle of that I thing? I used to go. I Hell was no. A, I was a chismoso. I always wanted to go see, you know? No. But unfortunately, I, you know, never got, you know, hurt. I never got in a fight. I never, no, no never. I didn't. Not, not in, Somehow not in a physical fight. There were a couple of times when, yeah, I said some things. Somehow I believe you. <laughs> you look too, you know. I could see a halo on nice. you right now. I too nice, doesn't she? Yeah, such a sweetheart. Nice. Um, there were a couple of times when I got in like a shouting match, but it was. I remember one time I got in a shouting <laughs> match, and I shouldn't have done that. I was in my, I was a cheerleader, and I was in my uniform, and we were playing our rival team, Polly, uh, Polly Parrots. And there was this big what dude. What sport was it? Basketball. <laughs> it was this big dude. I don't know how many pounds, but big. Uh-huh. And he was talking so much crap. He was talking so much crap. And he was on our side. Like, <laughs> I feel like he did it on purpose. He was sitting on our side bleachers, talking and talking and talking. And we won. And uh-huh. we beat them. Awesome. So Still talking crap. This 300-pounder dude. And you went to fight him. And I, I didn't go fight him, but I started talking smack to him. I was like, shut up. Don't you see the scoreboard? Get out of here. I was on. I was so mad because I was so annoyed from hearing him for like two hours uh-huh. going on and on and on. Uh-huh. And my captain got pissed at me. My boyfriend at the you? time, he like yanked me down from the bleachers. I don't know how I even felt because I was so mad. I was so annoyed by this guy. Let me tell you, for a Sunday school teacher, <laughs> you you do have a mouth on you. I do. I I. Have so far haven't crossed you so, <laughs> but I do like to see you angry or I when do. you get mad. <laughs> That's why I'm yeah. glad she's my friend. Mm. Huh, she's our friend right here. You're our home friend. girl, right? I, I am. Yeah, I brought. I That's why I brought those fudge brownies for you, right? I there. know. I haven't touched them because remember overlord overload of the Girl Scout overload cookies. Overload of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did that, and I got in trouble with my captain. My boyfriend was so pissed at me because he's like, that guy could have slapped you, and you would have fallen off. And when we were in elementary school over in the San Gabriel Valley, because we're from the other valley, eh? There is another valley, eh? Oh, that's right. There was, there was in, in school, they, you would find out that someone was going to fight. Hey, you know, what did they call it? Uh, free for all. Really? And, yeah, and then you go over there, and, and there was always two main guys that started, and then we'd kind of get in there. But we were dumb and young, and thank God that we're still here now. <laughs> I, know. I wouldn't do that anymore. No. No, especially because, no. you know, most guys are bigger than me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I could run pretty that. fast. Hey, kids, there's nothing wrong with running. <laughs> Seriously, look at uh, DJ Hayes is agreeing with me on that. Not that you run, right, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> it is the smartest thing to do. And now with this little girl who's died, uh-huh. 10 years old, had a whole future ahead of her. But because of a one-minute itty-bitty yes. little thing. Guacatala, she's out of here. Pobrecita. Pobrecita. Hopefully she's okay. Rest in peace, Joana Ramos. Rest in peace. All right, guys. So let's move on from that sad, let's sad move story. On. Let's, cha- let's change the story because... Let's just talk about prostitutes because <laughs> that's what I'm talking about next. Okay. A sex worker in Zimbabwe. <laughs> in Zimbabwe? Zimbabwe, That's like Africa. in Africa, right? Africa. She electrocuted herself while drying her... <laughs> She uh, electrocuted herself while drying her clients' garments on a clothesline. And now her family. Her clients? Her clients. Uh-huh. Quote, unquote, clients. It was all wet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 
she was. Was there any DNA? On, was, was there any DNA on there? Well, she had just washed it, so maybe not. <laughs> so now her family wants the client to pay up for her funeral. Ah, funeral services. Uh huh. Workman's comp. Well, there you go. Or uh, working woman's comp. How's that? Uh, yeah, working woman, working girl. Working girls comp. So that works, eh? <laughs> cops said that uh, Mati Namo. This is the woman. Had spent the night at Mati her. Mati no mo. <laughs> there ain't no mo. <laughs> she had spent the night at her client's uh, house and decided to do his laundry in the morning. So she was killed instantly, probably because the clothesline was touching a live wire. Uh-huh. And um, so the relatives are refusing to bury her body. It's they still it's still there, like in the hospital. Kidding. Yeah, they're refusing and demanding payment for what they call a bride price. So a bride uh, price. Yeah, a bride price. I guess, like I guess, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a, a I think bride I know what it is. Like when, like in Mexico, when you get a bride, you give them a couple of your ox, or burros, or burros, and some tortillas, you, something like that. I guess if you're really good, some frijoles. frijoles if you're a really frijoles. good bride, <laughs> I'm gonna give you some frijoles. Here, you could have a couple of ox and frijoles con tortillas. There you go. <laughs> Here's you're your really bride, good bride. Your bride price. <laughs> yeah, so the guy is insisting that um, Mati Namo is his no real mo. No, <laughs> no mo is actually his girlfriend, his regular girlfriend, not not a prostitute or working girl. Oh. So if that were the case, then he wouldn't have to pay the bride price. Then he would get uh, uh, life insurance. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's asking that the relatives should actually sue the electrical company because it's their mess up, not his. That's real stupid. Yeah. You got that one there, Benny? <laughs> <laughs> However, the police actually say, uh, I guess maybe Mati no more was popular because the police are saying, nope, she's a, she's prostitute. a prostitute. We know. <laughs> it, y- you're, you're, you're ridiculous. So now the families are in a standoff while her body remains in a hospital until they figure out what the hell they're going to do. So the moral of the story is... Don't let the hoe wash your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These kids. <laughs> Poor children. They're <laughs> like, Sorry, <guys>. what? <laughs> <laughs> we said we're rated R, <laughs> NC-17, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so poor, um, poor prostitute. Okay. Uh, well. Electrocuted. Yeah. Well. From doing her... Well, the homie can go to her funeral and clean clothes. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. This is my political scandal story. Okay, we have to have a political scandal, I guess. You know I love my political scandal stories. Scandal and political are together. Yeah. Okay. I love these stories. Political scans. They go hand in hand. Okay. Um, So this is actually... This happened in New Mexico. Uh, there's a campaign going on right now for the mayor's what office. Let me just ask you a question. Yeah. So if New Mexico was founded sometime in 1850-something, uh-huh. is that when they founded uh, Del Taco? New Mexico? Or how about Taco Bell? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I New think Taco, it Taco Bell? Maybe way Pro-pum. later. Pum. Okay. Bad one. That was a bad one. Angel. Okay. Think of another. What can one. I say? I'm 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 multitasking here. <laughs> I'm running a show <laughs> and I'm too, usually I'm not. Me too. I'm double fisting. <laughs> I'm double Stop. fisting today. <laughs> Tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's. 
I'm not going to say nothing about that one. Okay, pues. You go ahead with your fist. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> this is in Sunland Park, New Mexico, where there's a mayoral, mayoral um, race going on. Uh, uh-huh. so <laughs> They're running? <laughs> yes. G- um, Gerardo Hernandez. He's one of the dudes who's running. No relation, you guys. No, no relation. relation. So someone came into his office one day, mm-hmm. and um, a woman came in. And started taking off her clothes and started giving him a lap dance. Okay. He was, she was accompanied by a man, and a man started taping what was going on. Really? Just like that? Just like, I guess he was distracted. Uh-huh. Naked woman giving him a lap dance. Uh-huh. So started taping it, and then this leaked out, allegedly from his opponent's office, which is um, Ernesto Marquez. Okay, so he's probably saying that he had nothing to do with it, right? He's saying this had nothing to do with it. However, it was given to him, and he showed it to his office. The uh, video. Yes. So now Hernandez is claiming that this was all a setup. This was all a setup. They're in a race, and that they framed him, and that this is blackmail and extortion or whatever it may be. So... (laughs) Hey, Holmes, you got caught, eh? He got caught. <laughs> He's married, too, by oh, the way. Man. Whoopsies. Oh, so they brought it up, uh, the opponent, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's saying he had nothing to do with the taping of it, uh-huh. but that he did show it to his office, which eventually leaked out to everyone else. Mm. So this is happening in Sunland Park, New Mexico, which is a pretty small town, so mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody. And... Um, that's the scandal going on. Dude, <laughs> don't, first of all, don't tape it. And second of all, don't show it to your peeps. But, okay, if he saw the guy. And then, third of all, deny it to the end, Holmes. <laughs> if he saw the guy taping it, wouldn't he think. Deny it. <laughs> something? Get Video pendejo. Or not, hey, gee, what is it? Co- gra- computer graphics, eh? Could right? Deny it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's not me. That's your watch and your ring and I would your be, tie. I would be que scandal ni que nada. That was my twin brother, eh? <laughs> oh, so you got a good one. You have a good excuse. It always is, eh? Yeah. It's always Jose. <laughs> and I could say that because he's not here. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of weird because when this woman came in, the guy had actually, I guess there was, he turned on music uh-huh. for her. So it was like a full. Like the guy was sit. He the the mayor was actually allowing it to happen. Yeah. Well, he well, said. Was she pretty? I mean, you know, if she's pretty, you know. Dude, you got a naked girl in front of you. Are you really gonna notice if she's pretty or not? <laughs> Most guys don't. They don't give a crap. <laughs> no, you guys <laughs> are looking like down here. You're not even look. This thing can be so messed up. Jackie's <laughs> motioning to her face. <laughs> <laughs> this can be so messed up and toe up, but she naked. I seen well, some you know, I'm, I, I must admit, okay, I, I, I'm not going to agree or disagree with what you just asked, but the female body indeed is, is, is m- in my opinion, yeah. much much better looking than the males. I think we are supposed to be ugly. Oh, I thought you were going to say that in a women, woman's face. <laughs> women are uh, sugar and spice and everything nice, and we're just, you know, furry. furry. He's <laughs> Hernandez is claiming that they were just dancing. They were just dancing, uh-huh. and that the dance then turned sexual. But oh. she was naked. Come on. Did it really indeed get sexual or she was just doing a lap dance? Oh, I saw the video. She was Did doing it? a lap dance. Oh. She was. Um, Can you email it to me later? I will. <laughs> I will. She was on top of him. So now, um, like I said, Hernandez is claiming this is this is extortion. This is blackmail. And now we'll see what would happen. Like I said, it's a small town. So it's, ca- it's causing quite a uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Quite a scandal well, in New know, Mexico. Yeah, well, it got recorded. Just don't record it. Do you think the aliens had anything to do with it? Aliens? Yeah. You know, Area 51 in New Mexico? Illegal aliens, maybe. Oh, there you go. Who knows? Maybe. Later on, it's going to be, oh, yeah, and she was an illegal alien. (laughs) 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 All right, moving on. Um, Do you like Ben and Jerry's ice cream? I love any ice cream. Oh, that's right. I do. I'm I'm totally about the ice cream. That's like, there's only one thing I like more than ice cream. Um, go on. Can I guess? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to guess. You don't want to guess. No. no. Okay. I mean <laughs> so Ben and Jerry's is um saying whoopsies. They're saying sorry about a flavor that they came out at about Linsanity, which is what we talked about last week. The the basketball player. The basketball player. Mm-hmm. So they came out with a flavor which had fortune cookies in it. Okay. And a lot of people. Um, they complained because they didn't have your fortune in it. <laughs> right? <laughs> they said it was insensitive to Jeremy Lin, who is uh, Asian. He's Taiwanese. Get so the pedo. What's the big deal? Well, so he's Chinese. I mean, uh, what if, you know, if they put a one in my name, ponen frijoles and, you know, I'm cool. A lot of people thought it was offensive and not cool for Ben and Jerry's. So they um, had only put it out on one of their stores. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had kind of had, they liked Jeremy Lane because th- he's a Harvard graduate as well as the school that they had attended. Um, so like I said, they're taking it back. They have stopped production of this, uh, ice cream flavor and they're saying my bad. And they actually sent out, um, a statement apologizing and that they were insensitive. Uh, That's not insensitive. Because people were complaining about it and were saying that, you know, he is a U.S. citizen. So to of, put of Asian descent, of, Asi- I mean, I mean of Asian descent, but that it was insensitive to put the fortune cookies because then that is a correlation that of a chi- Chinese food. He's not Chinese. He's Taiwanese. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. And um, so they're apologizing for it. Uh. Because a lot of people were complaining about it, but they only had it out in one store. So he's n- he's not Chinese. What is he? He's Taiwanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was at their Harvard Square uh, Square location. Well, still, it's it's a big deal. Can you imagine if it would have been released like uh, like national or something like that? People would have been. Pissed. I would have bought it. I would have been like, you know, let me try this Asian ice cream. Fortune this Chinese ice cream. Fortune cookie <laughs> flavored ice cream. <laughs> I don't even know if that sounds like something I would have. I think I would. Yeah. I would have it uh, pretty much as you long like as cookies it's with ice cream, though. Yes, as long as it's not a sherbet. I don't like oh. sherbet ice creams. It's, it's got to have, even though Why I'm lactose. It's uh, good, dude. Yeah. I like it. Even though I'm lactose intolerant, it's got to have the milk ice cream one. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. You okay. just don't want to, s- you know, sleep next to me after <laughs> I have ice cream. <laughs> Okay, guys, I have one more story. I'll tell you, if I would have had that ice cream, I'd be telling you your fortune in my sleep (laughs) as I pass gas. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Lulu. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Lulu. My sister's Uh, lactose intolerant, too. Is she really? Yeah, I played a funny ass joke on her one time. Oh, I don't know. I'd embarrass her so bad, but it was good. I had a stomach ache the next day from laughing so hard. Yeah. You put some milk in her food and she had no idea. I gave her flan. Oh, man. While she was um, injured. <laughs> she had a back injury. Uh-huh. So she was bedridden. And you fed her flan. And I fed her flan because she couldn't move. Which is a Hispanic, a Hispanic dessert that has milk. Yeah. And it didn't do so well <laughs> for her. But that shit was so funny. 
<sighs> right on. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm going to laugh for hours, and that's not going to work. Anywho, moving on to the next story. This is a really sweet story. Taylor Swift, the country singer. You familiar I with her? dig her. She's awesome. She's great. Her music is great. I She's got a great personality. She hasn't turned into a hoe on Hollywood. Uh-huh. I love that. Isn't she the one that Kanye West went over there and took the mic from? No, Kanye West took the mic from her. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That he took the mic from her. Yeah. Okay. And said that she bas- basically said she shouldn't have won the award, that Beyonce should have won uh-huh. the award, uh-huh. whatever. Um, well, well, what's up with her? That's Taylor Swift. Okay. So Kevin McGuire from New Jersey um, had sent her a Facebook Show message. Show me the money. No, that's Jerry Maguire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Kevin Maguire from New Jersey. All right, hey, all right. Sorry, hey. <laughs> Different dude. Oh, that one. I remember him. I was having a beer with him last week. He's in high school. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kevin Maguire sent her a message uh-huh. to accompany him to prom, uh-huh. uh, which is in June. So Taylor Swift responded and said that she couldn't make it. Um, but that the ACM Awards were coming up in April, and if he would like to be her date oh, to the awards. What a lucky kid, Isn't man. that awesome? Dude, I'm going to write her a letter right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to invite her to? That's awesome. What a great uh, uh, sport she is. Isn't that great? So Kevin McGuire is actually battling leukemia uh, for the mm. second time in his life, and is he's having trouble with the treatment. Um, What's the ACM? ACM is the American Country Music Awards. Uh, mark my words. She's going to walk in with this kid, and Kanye West is going to sock him. Oh, you oh. should bring Beyonce. <laughs> no. No. She's, he's going to elbow him. <laughs> <laughs> so treatment has been rough for him. It's expensive. <laughs> and um, he's trying to keep a positive attitude with the diagnosis. So his sister um, suggested the idea because... He loves Taylor Swift, and he sings her songs, and he's really into her, and she's great. Well, she's so a sweet young girl. Yeah, so she sent her the message. I mean, he sent her the message. Uh-huh. And uh, I think initially it was probably bummed out because she's like, sorry, I can't make your prom, but uh-huh. come with me to the ACM Awards. I love her a thousand times more now. Kevin, wear a helmet. <laughs> mm. <laughs> duck, all right, mijo? When he tries to swing at you, just duck, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So, very exciting for him because not only does he get to meet Taylor Swift, he gets to meet a bunch of other country music artists that yeah. maybe he likes. Right on. Right on. And Goodness. this all happened thanks to Facebook. Kudos to Taylor Swift. Yes. She's got, uh, what her last name sounds like a broom. Like the Swiffer? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Taylor Swiffer? Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I have for current events. Tonight. Right on, Jackie. Thank you so much for the current events. Yay. Yay. <coughs> Anyhow, that's current events with Jackie, and um, right now we're going to go to a musical uh, musical break. But when we come back, we're going to have uh, filmmaker uh, producer Jerry Sanchez, uh, the legendary uh, DJ Hayes, and uh, Coco, Lil Coco Vidal Rodriguez, out of breaking. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> Something you got in your mind. Can you speak a bit loud? 
Right on. That was Stand by Candlebox, one of my favorite songs of uh, one of my favorite bands, Candlebox. And you could actually catch Candlebox on our previous podcast. Yes. A couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was a few more than that. But he uh, uh, he came on the show, He, uh, him and a, a couple of the other guys. Uh, he sang a tune. They, uh, they shared a track. And he talked about this song, mm-hmm. about the uh, uh, his his. Uh, uh, as he says, his reign of idiocy. He wrote this song during uh, George Bush's reign of idiocy. That was his words. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Go to TwinTalkCast.com and check out our previous podcast. But right now, bef- oh, later on in the show, just in a few minutes, we're going to have uh, Jerry Sanchez, uh, DJ Hayes, and Lil Coco. Um, but first, uh, like I said, Jackie, you didn't know this, but uh, I, uh, I'm connected. I'm well connected. Oh, really? Um, you know the artist, right? Yes. The movie, the five Oscar uh, Swept winning. Swept the Oscars. Swept the Oscars. Well, we actually have the actual character from the artist, uh, George Valentine. Really? Uh, on on the How line. How did you get that collar? Put, uh, I can't wait. They hold did. on a second. We're having a technical difficulty. Is he on? Okay. 
We have George Valentine on the line. You know who he is. He's the lead, the lead actor from, from the artist. From the artist, yeah. Anyways, uh, George Valentine. Uh, this is Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Congratulations on winning the best picture and uh, five Oscars in total. Um, so, how does it feel? Insightful. Yeah, that's a very nice. Wow, wow, that's pretty interesting. Uh, anyhow, um, so in, in light of, of the artist winning five Oscars, um, would you say that the silent film is making a comeback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I don't know exactly what he said, but... <laughs> I think he's speaking in French. <laughs> oh, right on. Uh, anyhow, uh, uh, Mr. Valentine, you know, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, you've done many movies, but what was it like uh, working with uh, the lovely Pepe? <laughs> okay. Well, right on. Yeah, she's pretty hot indeed. <laughs> Okay, do you, do you have any comment with regards to uh, what the director did when he cussed after he won the award? Mm. <laughs> okay. Huh. I agree. <laughs> okay. I agree. Do you agree there, Jackie? <laughs> I do. Right on. Well, Jackie agrees with you, George. <laughs> I have a question, George. How's, um, how's Augie doing, that adorable little dog that uh, has just taken everyone's heart from that movie? You know, I knew he was going to be a great <laughs> dog. I knew he was going to be fantastic to work with. I knew it. Oh, right on, Georgia. <laughs> well, we appreciate you calling in. Um, but uh, so what's next? Now that you've you know, got all this popularity and shit, what's next uh, for George Valentine? <laughs> right on. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Congrats, okay. George Valentine. Congra congratulations. Thanks for calling in, George. Anyhow, there you go. <laughs> only what an amazing caller. Uh, only in Theolisa's garage. Only. I mean, you know, it's because we have the, the keg here, you know. That's why he's, uh, he's here. That's why. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, listen, we're going to go to a quick uh, musical break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have our guests. So hang tight. Yeah. Sounds good. Musical break song, Patience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so have a little patience there. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. This one right here is for the people. Some of the smart that's dumbest 
Carry the language of Egyptian mummies on a flag of a moon. And can't find food for the starving tummies. Pay no mind to the youths, cause it's not like the future depends on it. But save the animals in the zoo. Cause the chimpanzee, them are make big money. This is how the media villages. On TV, the picture is savages and villages. And the scientists still can't explain the pyramids. <laughs> Evangelists making a living on the videos of ribs of the little kids. Stereotyping the image of the images. And this is what the image is. You buy a car key pants and all of a sudden you are say a Indiana Jones. And I tip out the gold and tip out the scrolls and even the bird bones. Some of the worst paparazzi I've ever seen and I ever known. Put the words on this place so the world can see and that's all that will ever show. So the ones in the west will never move east and feel like we'll be at home. Get tricked by the beast but the way them are gonna flee when the monster is fully grown. Salamonic lineage where them feet can defeat and them could have never clone. A spiritual DNA that prints in my soul and I will forever own love. Yeah. Sabali has patience. What the old folks told me. Can you get with that? <laughs> Discovering the world before this world. A world buried in time. Uncovered with rhymes. It gets no realer. Huh. We born not knowing. Are we born knowing all? We growing wiser. Are we just growing tall? Can you read thoughts? Can you read palms? Uh, can you predict the future? Can you see storms coming? The earth was flat. If you went too far, you would fall off. Now the earth is round. If the shape change again, everybody would have stopped off. The average man can't prove up most of the things that he chooses to speak of. And still run research and find out the root of the truth that you seek of. Scholars teach in universities and claim that they're smart and cunning. Tell them find a cure when we sneeze and that's when their nose start running. And the rich get stitched up when we get cut. Wanna heal them broken bones in the bush with the wet mud. Can you resize? Can you restart? Can you make peace? Can you fight war? Can you milk cows even though you drive cars? Uh, can you survive against all Dinosaurs were born. Who made up words? Who made up numbers? And what kind of spell is mankind under? Everything on the planet we preserve and can it. Microwave it and try it. No matter what, we'll survive it. What's you? What's man? What's human? Anything along the land we consuming, eating, deleting, ruin. Trying to get paper. Gotta have land. Gotta have acres. So I can sit back like Jack Nicholson. Watch niggas play the game like the Lakers. In a world full of 52 fakers, gypsies, seances, mystical prayers. You superstitious, throw salt over your shoulders, make a wish for the day, cuz, like somebody got a doll of me, uh, sticking needles in my artery, uh, but I can't feel it, sometimes it's like part of me, but I got a real big spirit, I'm fearless, I'm fearless, 
Don't you try to grab hold of my soul. It's like a military soldier since seven years old. I held real dead bodies in my arms. Felt their body turn cold. Oh, why are we born in the first place if this is how we gotta go? Damn. To all the wisdom and knowledge seekers of the world. Sabali. Patience. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, a.k.a. Angel and Jackie, for tonight. I love it. I I can live with that. I can live with that. You're a lot more pleasant than my brother, I'll tell you that. Mm. I love you, bro, but... She's a lot prettier than you. <laughs> Anyhow, you know what? I'm very happy, uh, um, uh, Jackie, and, and to our listeners, very happy to have uh, our guest at the, uh, here today because uh, it, it's it's definitely the uh, pop-locking dance hip-hop movement out of the West Coast uh, that I think is somewhat represented here and, and in the film West Coast Poppers. Uh, so, you know, I, I was fortunate to meet Jerry Sanchez. We've talked a little bit and I'm totally compelled uh, he, how he's been able to bring some uh, all these, uh, as I would say, the lords, if you will, some of the lords of uh, the pop locking movement in, in the West Coast in the film and, w- and brought a couple of them here. Uh, but before I introduce them, uh, why don't you check, uh, uh, listen to the trailer here. Go for it, Lenny. Growing up in the barrios with poverty, well... That's when the creativity kicks in. A famous person once wrote, Art is never decoration, embellishment. Instead, it is a work of enlightenment. Art, in other words, is a technique for acquiring liberty. Art calls for complete mastery of techniques developed by reflection within the soul. Notes from Bruce Lee. From my eyes to yours, I want you to meet a group of people that have inspired me and represent peace and unity through their art form. Check it out. to meet were dancers on Soul Train since our very beginning in 1971, and needless to say, they were among the best that ever danced on this show. We're extremely proud that they have now created one of the most exciting acts in show business, and they've done it all on their own. Many people believe that our city is the gang capital of the United States, and in some instances, it's correct. Drugs, gangs, and all, and all the above. Shit, when I turned 18, I was supposed to be rich. It took me 20 years to even understand this game. This was a West Coast movement. Dance has so much uh, vocabulary than being an anatomical dance itself. It's strictly popping and hip-hop. Just respect where you come from. Learn your pedigree, learn where you come from, learn where you got it from. Creativity, as long as they're creative and let nobody take that away from you. We have a certain style, a dynamic style in popping. We are the originators of, of this style. 
West Coast is pop. <laughs> There's no pop without West Coast. That, uh, what you just heard is the trailer for uh, West Coast Poppers by uh, filmmaker Jerry Sanchez. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Jerry Sanchez, uh, Vidal Coco Rodriguez, a actor, pop locker, and dancer, and also a legendary pioneer mix soul jock from K-Day and, and a bunch of other projects, including the movement, DJ Hayes. Please wel uh, welcome them. Thank you. Please, What's up, y'all? Thanks for coming, guys. Um, Jerry, um, I, I have to say, I really dig what your, your project, I really dig, go ahead and move the mic over there, if you need a little closer. Um, uh, why, what, what was it that, that drove you to do this here? Hey, thanks for that. Um, it's, it was really dear to me, you know, just remembering, um, you know, growing up in the 80s, the, the whole era, I was a big fan, and I was part of the whole dance movement then you know, as a young man, and... Um, and where did you grow up? I grew up in Elysian Valley near jo Dodger Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as, as a kid, you know, we... You know, when they say street dancers, I mean, we, we literally did that, you know, and, uh, you know, even though I wasn't one of the most talented ones, but I got to experience it mm -hmm. and, um, you know, hit... Chinatown, wishing well with all the tourists, make a little change, hop mm -hmm. on the bus, go to mm -hmm. uh, Venice Beach or, or Hollywood, Hollywood and Highland to be exact. And, uh, and how's the re you've had some screening, and how's the responses on well, that? Well, uh, I had a private one and a test screening, and I'm um, going to have another private screen. But the test screen that we had in November um, went really well, and I was very happy with it, you know, because I, I wasn't up until the point the very day of I really didn't feel I was completely ready but I've it's been taking me a, a number of years now and I wanted to share it I wanted to show hmm. people something you know uh -huh. and how has this uh, uh, now I mean uh, I you brought together a lot of like I said earlier a lot of the lords or the godfathers of the movement of the west coast popping or pop locker movement I'm not sure it's there's so many different dances. You, that must have been quite an endeavor to bring them all together, was it? Well, yeah, in the beginning, it certainly was a challenge, and I, I was uh, able to get a few of them through, you know, word of mouth and some friends that I knew, some pioneer guys that I grew up with uh -huh. uh, that put me in contact, and uh, we hit a lot of the local rec centers and events that were going on, uh -huh. and there wasn't that many at the time, and they're, you know, around 2002. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, through uh, MySpace and later Facebook, I was able to connect with a few more. And many of them were just blessings. I mean, I dreamed of locating Coco and maybe shrimp and taco and, and some of the, 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 the really big... Which, which you did. They're all in the film. Exactly. And, and a, uh, bunch of, a bunch more. Essentially, what this film, it's... it's uh, I nearly have most of the cast that first appeared in Breaking and Entering... Um, which was before breaking. Okay, you know, it was a, a documentary that was produced uh, in the early '80s. Uh -huh. um, so thi this film pretty much has a lot of the same guys 30 years later. Okay. You know, so we're able to catch up with them and as they share their stories. Right. Hey, Coco. Yes. Um, so when when he uh, <coughs> when Jerry approached you, I mean, was it like uh, the ghost from the past, or or what was it <laughs> like? I mean, well, it was it was it was. 
it was a challenge at first for me to even open the door for anybody to to be a part of my world or my back in the day world or whatever. But and and excuse me, did that ever end, or did you have you always continued to dance? I mean, uh, no, no. Um, unfortunately, after the movies and few shows I would appeared in a uh, few I, yeah, I had a whole lot <laughs> yeah well you came out on a whole bunch of videos two movies yes, yes uh, I did a number of things David Lee Roth video uh, highway to uh, heaven, highway to heaven on yes on NBC uh, solid gold American the gap band anyways go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well well actually humble, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you well I just had to take a break due to um, you know personal family issues that were going on at the time that uh -huh. were completely out of my control but uh growing up being a you know a young man right trying to be a man uh -huh. i had to step away and kind of get back to my family and uh -huh. try to live a normal life and try to change things uh -huh. on a different way besides being you know famous and rich so tell me about back then when you because i remember seeing you and it's a pleasure to meet you i mean oh same here it really is a pleasure to meet you i remember seeing the movies uh you were the little guy I just tore it up. Uh, he's still a little guy. He's still the little guy. And he still tears it up. <laughs> that's DJ Hayes making his mark on the Twin Talk, uh, uh, as he does everywhere. But, it, but yeah, I mean, how was that? I mean, did they just find you say, this guy's cute? Or did you, like, well, go to a casting call and all Well, that? no, actually, um, I started dancing when I was four years old, so... From four to, uh, and I actually made the movie in, when I was seven. So from four to seven, I actually literally danced on every street corner of Los Angeles and Sacramento and San Diego. And um, a bunch of us did. So a lot of the kids that you've seen in the movie, they actually, we grew up together. And oh. we danced together on the street corners for change and awesome. coins. And, you know, some did it for clothes, some did it for other reasons but you know i was out there to feed my family so at such a young age yeah yeah wow. yeah so um but besides that it, it wasn't like you went to a casting call mm -hmm. by the time breaking came out the streets already knew who were the best dancers uh -huh. so mm -hmm. and um, well fortunately for me i was a, a baby still so besides me having my skill better than a lot of adults I was cute as a kid, yeah. so that made it a little better. It's like, like me and my brother. We're twins, so we're capitalizing on it. There you, you go. Know? There. Why not? Uh, DJ, uh, uh, DJ Hayes, Carl Gilkey. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. <laughs> now, you, I wanted to ask, you know, what, I remember the, the days of 1580. Was it 1580K Day? Yes. Uh, the mixed jock. I mean, the that whole, that time when you, that was like the, like, the pioneering time. It was not only, you know, it was when it was it was new to everybody. So everybody was tuning in like on a Friday night or Saturday night to hear how you were mixing or other jocks like you. Um, what came first, the chicken or the egg? In other words, the mixed jock or the dancer or vice versa or was, you know, how did that synergize? I say for, for me it was the, the music. I started hearing, of, you know, my uncles and aunties, they were dancing in to the funk and soul and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of was picking up some of those steps. Mm -hmm. However, when, like, electro funk and all that started to come out, I, like, I went straight to the dancing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And K-Day was a station that, that was the first hip-hop radio station in the country. Okay. So they were playing, like, Egyptian Lover and Planet mm -hmm. Rock and stuff uh -huh. like that. And I just... 
I just uh, I loved I loved that sound. It sounded so futuristic, and I just knew right then, like, I want to do this. I want to dance like a robot, you know. Uh, right, and you and you are a dancer indeed as well, and uh, also a recording artist. Uh, I think uh, what's the name of the band? Uh, the Movement, one mm-hmm. of them, and then you still by yourself uh, solo. You you do a lot of other uh, uh, featuring other artists as well, but uh, uh, so. I mean, how how did uh, uh, Jerry, you know, in talking with all, uh, all the all the elements and all the, the the artists in here, is there? I mean, uh, how did you see that that uh, they have? Uh, are they participating with this like wholeheartedly? Uh, are they embracing it? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, the majority of them are. Uh-huh. Some of them. Um, you know, they have other careers already. They're established. You know, they're two of them are police officers, and uh-huh. um, uh, others have other ventures or you know business things that they run. You know, so but you know, people like Coco or Hayes and Jekyll and um, Wable Maddock and Playboy Eddie and Mike Chambers, Boogaloo Shrimp. You know, they're very. They've been very supportive. You know, they've been um, proactive. And um, you know they're they're still very much active in in their in their dancing. So I appreciate all their help. And uh, DJ, um, the I'm guessing I I don't know. I mean, I, uh, being a dancer and performer uh, like uh, uh, Coco here, but then being also kind of at uh, on the wheels of steel, if you will, it kind of gives you another perspective. Maybe uh, do you uh, how? I mean, maybe both of you guys can answer separately, but how do you think that the pop locker movement, what did it do to our culture here? I mean, what did it do to you? Well, it saves lives. Uh I mean, plain and simple, just it saves lives. Uh A lot of us, me personally, I've never been in a gang. I never had a chance to even do that because I had Uh hip-hop. So that was my thing. I already knew, like, from the first time I like tried to slide across the glass uh-huh. or do some waves, uh-huh. I knew that I loved it, and I wanted to learn all the elements of it. Mm. So I didn't, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't go to that other side. And it's the passion, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of people they've lost the passion, mm. and something about us is we just love it. You know, we we love it so much we'll do anything for it. So mm. um, for me, it it. it Everything, one thing helps the other one. Mm-hmm. Since I am a DJ, I know, for instance, if I drop this record right now, they're going to lose their minds. Yeah. So I have a, I have a little bit uh, better cheater, musicality. He gets all the music. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Feelgood. And you, you indeed, uh, uh, can you cue up Pump? Uh, indeed, you know how to make people lose your mind because uh, one of your, you know, not uh, one of your, your hits is played all the time at the... Uh, Laker games, right? You want to play that there and play it and keep, uh, yeah, in the background. We can keep talking. Is that, is that yours? Yeah, you're taking me back. <laughs> 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 yeah. I know you got a whole bunch of good, uh, good stuff, but including this one. But I thought I thought I'd play this because it's like going to the Laker game. It is. <laughs> That's Hayes right there. Huh? Where's my hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up a little bit. Hitting them with that one right there. <laughs> 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 
So, uh, Coco, the, uh, you know, you were so young, okay, uh, when, uh, when this these two movies dropped. Yes, I was. The first movie dropped, I was seven years old. The uh -huh. second movie dropped, I just turned eight years old, eight and a half years old. So. Can I ask you to elaborate? I, I'm, I'm, I didn't ask Jerry <coughs> if, uh, his permission, but uh, on, the, on the trailer that we heard, uh, you mentioned that something about uh, that uh, uh, when I was 18, yes. I was supposed to be millionaires. Well, Can you elaborate well on that? Yes, that was, that's real important because people have this assumption that I died. That's why I didn't make any more movies or uh -huh. wasn't shown anymore. Um, but I say that because when I, di I did leave the entertainment industry, uh -huh. and um, as a child, you're supposed to be set up with a trust fund and stuff. But uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case with mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. So you, you're set up with the trust fund at 18. You go knock on the door and say, hey, this is who I am. Where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't work yeah. out that way. Oh it was no. more like uh, uh, somebody's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I see movement. No, but um, I, 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 I put that out there is because, you know, that is my story. That's uh -huh. part. That's that. I don't lie. I don't. I'm not here to make you guys think of me. I'm just real. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, so I, he we got into a real in-depth conversation, and I told him, that, yeah, you know. Unfortunately, when I was 18, I was supposed to be rich, uh -huh. mm -hmm. meaning that not only for myself, but for everybody around me, uh -huh. my family, my friends, because we're all looking forward to that. Be and because of the success of the movie and the projects that you yes. were in. Yeah, so, um, you know. The 1% got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so besides that, um, I, I stress that because it was really important that for me, it was going to change my life. Uh -huh. It was going to take me away from what... Unfortunately, G DJ Hayes brought up a good point, too, is uh -huh. that after the moves and stuff, uh -huh. there was no more dancing for me. And I was put into a, an environment that was, you know, gangs, drugs and mm -hmm. stuff. So I did adapt to that world. So, you know, from from that time up until, you know, 10 years ago, I, I, that's the life I lived. Mm -hmm. So as far as dancing, to answer that question, dancing saved my life not only once, but twice. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't practice. I haven't danced in like 30 years, but I bet you got moves uh, in your homes. <laughs> I, I, Clear I, the garage, guys. So <laughs> um, I bring that up to say that up until Jerry's met me and, and we've gotten involved with the project, I have been um, more involved with the entertainment industry, uh -huh. dancing, showing up to shows, and a lot of the reason is because my kids they dance. Uh -huh. Yeah, I haven't taught them anything. I haven't sat there and trained them and watching them dance and then all the older guys and everybody's paying attention to their father and then they see everybody jamming. I l happened to look over one day and saw him dancing. Yeah. So I was like, you know. They were biting your moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important for me to get out here and do the interviews, be down with the projects, be down back with the entertainment uh -huh. industries and something that I'm not going to run away from anymore. Uh -huh. or em I'm embracing who when I am now. When you were away from dancing and breaking in the music, for that long period of time, did you still think about it? Was it oh still in yeah. your heart? <laughs> oh, like yeah, it's all the time. Uh, what did you do? Like, uh, What did you do with just, that? You just put it in behind your mind, and when people talk to you about it, because, you know, all your friends grow up with you, and they know who you are, mm -hmm. and it comes up. You see movies, you see things, and they're like, oh, that was you, or that could have been you, or mm -hmm. you, you can you do it, and what happened? Let's do it. But... It's just a world that you have to be really dedicated and real serious, and people around you have to be real serious and dedicated. So when we're talking about it, I know back in my mind, they couldn't get me to where I needed to be. So 
you know, just conversation or sometimes you just get upset with them. You're like, enough, you know, mm. quit badgering me. So <laughs> you say it's saved you twice. Yeah, well, it saved me twice is because um, the first time, you know, I was, I was poor. Mm-hmm. So it took me into a world where, you know, and it made me who I am. Um, so it took me from the the lifestyle of and the life mentality of being, you know, a drug dealer and gang member. Um, mm-hmm. So breaking, dancing, popping, the entertainment is in my life now. So mm-hmm. without this, I don't know what I'd probably be conjuring up in my mind. So kind of like what you're saying right now is that if there's people that are in the hip-hop world now uh, and are kind of like toying with it, embrace it. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, that's my message is that it saved my life. Uh-huh. That's why I say twice. Uh-huh. The first time I was dancing as a kid, it, it took me out of the ghetto, the uh-huh. projects. Uh-huh. Um, and now it could do the same thing for anybody, just like my children. And, and which know. ones are the dancers? Because you have twins. Yes, Ladies I and gentlemen, t- yes. this, is, this is Twin <laughs> Talk with Jose and Angel, and Coco has twin girls. Twins in <laughs> the yes. house. I have, I have Hannah and Haley. This is Hannah. She's the... Hi, Hannah. Say hi to the microphone, Hannah. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you dance? Yes. Right on. What show? What what do you do? Tell us. You pop lock or break dance? Break dance. Oh, Oh. that's Yes. Right on. Are we here for West Coast Poppers? Yes. (laughs) 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 And I have my son, Cash. He's a a handsome guy and he's a dancer. What's up, Cash? Come and say hi to to our listeners. Oh, Cash. Oh, hey. um, It's Cash. Uh, I do... Coco showed me popping, but uh, I danced. Uh, he showed me popping, but he didn't, like, really teach me anything. He just showed me a few moves. And, and then you picked up. Yeah. <laughs> now you have your own moves. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. nervous? No, uh, it's, it's cool. Like, um, <laughs> so far what I've been watching is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, right I've on. had Cash. a good time so far. Okay. But um, I am a pop locker, and I do represent West Coast Poppers. Right on, oh right yeah, on, yeah, yeah, boy. Thank you. Good job. And he wore a shirt. Oh, oh yeah, oh, there it is. I oh, love oh, this dude. family. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, yeah, that honestly, that I say it saved my life twice is because this is going to change not only my life uh-huh. again, but my kids' life too. Right on, right on. So it's going to open doors, not and not only just because of my kids. To any kid that wants to dance or draw or sing or act. Or, or like my youngest daughter Haley, she wants to. Hi, say Haley. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, just trust me, just dance. If you feel that way, just dance. Right it, you can block the world out and dance, and it'll open doors for you. Trust me, I've done it. Mm-hmm. You, it's I'm living proof of it. Uh, DJ Hayes, you you nod in agreement. Uh, obviously, you mentioned the same thing that it's it, it's really kind of changed your life. Uh, You've been around the world, and you know you've uh, performed and or DJed or and or danced or even, you know, monarchy uh, kings and stuff. How, uh, how does this hip hop? Uh, how has uh, it embraced in other parts of the world? Is it embraced as in you know? Well go ahead. Well, hip hop is it's it's all over the planet, you know, and um, when you look at it like uh, domestically. You see a lot of the negativity side that's coming from the rap music, mm-hmm. okay. right? Which is just an element in the culture. Okay. You no, know, hip hop is not something you do; it's something that you live. Mm-hmm. You know, and so 
that's why we have we're very passionate about how we do it and what we're doing with it. Some people think like, oh, he's a popper or a b-boy, and he's going around to just battles. You know, however, you got different levels of it. You got doing videos. You got doing theater. You know, you got teaching the youth. You know, so what I do is I do, I do also a lot of training of a lot of the different poppers that you see out there, and they're all winning now. Okay. So I'm I'm also I'm also That's living through that too. You know, I'm watching them save save their own lives. Yeah. A- at the same time, I'm I'm going like, wow, this is kind of cool. You teach a kid, and then they teach a kid, and they teach a kid, and they teach a kid. You know. TJ, uh, how would you call it, Jedi? TJ <laughs> 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 yeah. Harris, you mentioned earlier that the passion is lost or missing or lacking. What what did you mean by by that? Well, I didn't mean specifically with this dance. I just mean in general. Do you it's mean in hip-hop in general? I just mean in life. It just seems to me like people don't have passion anymore. You know, For instance, I was doing a video, and I called a friend, and I said, you know, come on down, man. We're shooting a video. He's like, oh, man, you should have p- called me ahead of time. I'm playing Nintendo. <laughs> I'm like, there's no ahead of time. Uh-huh. We're, we're doing it now. I thought you were in the same business you know mm-hmm. and this you know it's people they want to for instance they want to be in a battle but they don't join the battle mm. and i don't understand you can't win the battle if you're not in the battle you gotta <laughs> you gotta make some kind of effort to make some change or to 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 make a difference in it you gotta go out you gotta do it you gotta teach you got you got when you teach you're gonna learn Mm-hmm. When you learn, you get to teach. Is your goal to kind of promote dancers like yourself and Coco, who do have that passion, who do want to dance? Is that what you're hoping maybe will come up in one of these kids that you're teaching? I mean, I just love to s- I just love to see people shine. You know, um, I have a joke that I tell all the guys like when we go to the jams, mm-hmm. we're literally there just to go oh. Because <laughs> we just want to see like the craziest new thing. That makes sense, you know. And yeah. and it's really cool when you see like oh, he ate some your kids. Head. <laughs> yeah, you see some kids standing there with their parents, and and they're all going like, "Wow, did you see that?" Uh-huh. Then they go home, right? They go home and they're watching the videos, you know. And you never know. There's a kid in Germany who mm-hmm. sees you on the video. And then they see you in person. They're going like, "Wow, I can't believe that's Coco." Yeah, that's that's you know? something that that it's kind of strange to me sometimes because I'm so humble. Even though you're such a superstar, <laughs> man. <It's that> <laughs> like when when I tell people or they find out who I am and what I've done, the oh, you're the, the little feeling changes, <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay, uh, I'm I'm just me, uh-huh. you know. Um, but it's probably harder for my wife. <laughs> which is really something that I I haven't cornered her and asked her just because <laughs> this is all new to her too. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like this is this the world is different to her here and mm-hmm. it's just like you know she must feel strange sometimes uh-huh. being in a room where I'm asked all these questions and she's sitting there like that's just well my she's husband. kicking it like, over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, Jerry, so when does the when does the movie drop? Uh, when can uh, when can we see it and and what kind of distribution are you gonna have? Well, we've been working on the fine cut. Uh, after the test screening, I got all the uh, feedback and, and reviews and everything. Um, I'm going to have a private screening, and we there's a couple of film festivals that are already interested and um, ready to go. So uh, 
I asked permission if I could disclose one tonight, but they told me not yet. So, but it will it's be coming. It's coming, and it's going to show in a in a in a in a new theater where people can come and enjoy it. Uh, so, I'll be ready to announce that uh, soon. Let us know, and uh, yes, I want I want. Did you want to ask? No, I just want to make sure we know, so we can <laughs> <laughs> so we can go see it. Yeah. So, what has it done to you, man, since you started it? You know what? It's uh, honestly, you know, taking aside some of the stresses of it, it has f really fulfilled uh, all my dreams as far as uh, getting these guys together because it's really touched my heart. Uh, watching, watching them, you know, watching their lives and as they share their stories mm -hmm. and their families and 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 all of that, it's um, it's been a real blessing and. Um, and I was very selective. I wanted the best of the best in the West Coast, and I got them. But even then, I still had to filter the guys that I knew had genuine hearts, mm -hmm. and uh, and and really were 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 true were true pioneers and hip hop heads that were going to best represent. Right and on. Hey, uh, DJ uh, Hayes, what's different right now about DJing? I mean, is it is it better? Is it missing something? Well, yeah, it's missing something because people ain't using real vinyls. So uh -huh. I wouldn't really say they're DJing. They're more uh -huh. like playing music. Yeah. Creating you know, a playlist. What would you Not to hate on Serato or Tractor or anything like that. It just kind of sucks uh -huh. that the upcoming DJs, they don't really have an opportunity to really learn on vinyl. Because if you learn uh -huh. on vinyl, you can play on everything. Uh -huh. That and it's a different sound you get from vinyl. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And the and the the instruments that it takes to hook up to a vinyl, it's a totally different sound. Uh -huh. Much more raw. You mm -hmm. you know you hear breathing. You uh -huh. hear all of it. A little popcorn. Yeah, the yeah, popcorn. The popcorn. <laughs> we love that popcorn. You just <laughs> hear like. Is there? Hey, coming. Uh, is there anything that I mean? I know there's a lot of great DJs of this time now, uh, but is there something you know? I, I know that we can all learn. I mean from anybody but is there something that you can say to them like hey you know pick up some vinyl or uh, I mean for some of them they're not going to be able to find no vinyl <laughs> there's <laughs> there's there's hardly any record stores you know hey i got an, i know they a few spots homes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean you got to just like i said it's a passion thing uh -huh. if you know uh if you if you found something if you found your calling uh -huh. and you're not going for it then you're just you're kind of wasting time, you know. We ain't got a lot of much much more time, right. you know. You need to get out there, and 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 be positive while you can. Every time you're positive, you're healing somebody else. Indeed. You, you know, heal and heal and heal and heal and and just just train. If you're a DJ, train. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying go out and find out who were your pioneers. Mm -hmm. you no, know, uh, DJ Hayes. That's one of yeah, them. You know, like <laughs> what, yeah. what Jerry was uh, was saying. You know, like. Because I see it too. When we all come together, there's there's some magic that's happening. We're not dancing. We're just kind of going over a little bit of the history. Like, oh yeah, I remember when such and such did that, and that created this. And we're all kind of like going through the through the history, like working it all out, like right then and there. And so that's a good point, Hayes. I wanted to add really quick. Um, uh -huh. I really cared about them, and I didn't want them to l l let their history get you know swept under the ca carpet uh -huh. 
you know, these I love the new generation of kids out there that are innovating and creating their own history. But they're also this new generation I feel is a lot more rebellious and 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 some of them don't really honor them or respect them the way I really feel they should, indeed. you know, and um Oh, indeed. Well, I mean, I remember K-Day, the the mixed jock then I remember seeing the movies uh, uh or and some of my friends that I went to high school, you know, TikTok, uh, Dr. Cosmo, they were what? also featured in in some uh some projects that you guys were probably a part of. Uh, and I know it's it's a it's a large community. They were from the other valley. You're from uh, you know different parts of the world, indeed. And I totally I, I applaud you. But for there's that. a lot of them that do though. I'm not going to say that all of them. There's uh -huh. but there's you know you got your little groups you know. Uh -huh. But uh, overall, uh, you know they do respect them and they honor them. But there's a, a, a small group, small group. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add there, Coco? Um, I just as far as like the newer generation of dancers. Just two things. I'm somebody who's done it, been a dancer, been in gangs. Now I'm a father. So I see what's going on. The only thing that I, I think that needs to happen is that the dancers need to come together a little bit more better. Mm. It, it's too much separation. Mm -hmm. Poppers with poppers, breakers with breakers, shufflers with shufflers. Mm -hmm. Imagine, why do you think we made this dance and took it so far? It's because... We took all elements of dance, theatrical, everything, everything, mm -hmm. and it, it is showed in our movement. Mm -hmm. So if they can just come together and, and share and, and become more of a, a dance community and respect one another, I think you'll see a lot of great move, moves and dance styles and, and a lot more people dancing, not just poppers and breakers and shufflers. Um, another thing is that Occupy dancing, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another real important thing that I really want to stress is that dancing is dancing. There's no room for gang banging in the dance community. Mm -hmm. Where we come from is where we come from. Where your father is from, that's where your father is from. Where your uncles are from, that's their business. But if you want to dance, don't bring that into this community of dancers, into this world. You know, Keep it separate. Amen to that. You right shouldn't on. come to jams. You know, we we all. If you're older like myself, we all I have our way of dressing that we're comfortable in. Mm -hmm. But the newer generation, there's no room for game banging. Right. You know, whether what side you're from, don't bring it. So don't. just just get out there and dance. Just better. get out there and dance <laughs> and, and feel free. And for for men who are in their late thirties. You know, and have kids. <laughs> get out there and dance with your kids. Trust me. If you know, and that's yeah. one thing I like to see uh -huh. when I'm out there, as old as I am, and I dance. I see it in the in, in you know the fathers too. They're like, oh, I can get down, get down, and show your son something. Or, hey, Holmes, or I dance with your your family. I got the remote for the garage here. You're not leaving until you bust a move here, Holmes. <laughs> that's so. <laughs> I, I get that everywhere, so I'm kind of like used to it now. Uh, but yeah, oh, man. it's all good. Yeah, you know what? He, well, that's—he's a natural. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, no, honestly, I haven't danced in like thirty years since like I was ten years old. Uh -huh. But wow. he picked up right where he left yeah. off. <laughs> I was a little rusty. Can we see a little of that in the film? You never you know, lose more that. More and more, you see I a lot of that. Practice, I guess. His, his wife over there says no. I was, hold on. I was with him for almost ten years. Go ahead and get on the mic there, Mar Mary Taylor. Yes, that this is, is Coco's lovely wife. Actually, I was with Coco 
for, I want to say, almost 10 years. Uh -huh. And during that 10 years, he never danced. Oh, really? As a matter of fact, the day that I met him, I tried to dance with him, <laughs> and he would not dance. Did, like, you, did you have any idea he was Coco? People, people talked, or people said the things that they said, but <laughs> when, when you meet him and when you would talk with him... He's a humble man. He doesn't talk about it. He yeah. would never talk about it. And then one day, after being introduced to Jerry and meeting a few people in the industry and yeah. them asking me, because I'm like, I guess the only person that can get him out there to to go and, and get this thing going, after I saw him dance, I said, you, you knew how to dance this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Miha, all you had to do was go get the We Just Dance game <laughs> and uh, put no, it on. I just got the We. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. Anyhow, uh, you know what? I, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Uh, I'm very happy to have, I'm, I'm honored to have you guys. Really, thank you. Uh, Jerry, um, uh, thank you for bringing your, your film and uh, bringing the guys here to our show. Thank uh, you for having us. Yeah. Uh, we look forward to seeing this film. Uh, keep us posted on it. Is there anything you'd like to ask or add uh, there before we go, Jackie? No, I just think it's great what you guys are doing, saving lives, really. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, yeah, I'd just like to uh, say thank you and to you and your brother and Jackie and... Um, you're welcome. I wanted to thank really quick all my brothers in this film, mm -hmm. you know. Go for it. Like Coco and Hayes and uh, even from the early beginnings, uh, elect the Lockers, Electric Boogaloos, uh, even from NorCal, uh, Black Messengers, Black Resurgence. You know, I have love for all of them, and I thank God that I made friend, new friends, and we're going to drop it soon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, that was uh, filmmaker Jerry Sanchez uh, from West Coast Poppers. Also, uh, uh, Vidal Coco Rodriguez, actor, pop locker, and dancer, and the legendary pioneer mix show jock from K-Day, and a bunch of other stuff, the movement, and a bunch of other stuff, DJ Hayes. You guys, thank you so much. You guys are a class act. Thank you. Thank you. Thank one you. love. Thank you. Can I just give a shout-out to, to you guys? And then one shout-out to my kids, Hannah, who is the best popper, and Cash. And all, right, uh, all the new guys that I've met. Any more shout-outs? Uh, they, they ain't going to sing Twinkle Twinkle? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That'll be the next show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys. Uh, um, well, thank you very much. Just stand by, all right? Peace. Uh, don't go anywhere, you guys. I'm going to do the chill lounge, and then we'll say goodnight. Thrive in a space of nothing. Sometimes we bring too much to a situation. 
preconceived notions, assumptions, or prejudices like, he broke my heart. All men are cheaters. I'm not good enough for this because, or we simply hang on to a hurt or let it arise at the sight of anything resembling the original cause of the hurt. Even the posture of trying to conceive, convince ourselves with positive thinking techniques can give credence to the opposite. These notions fill our canvas of life before we can even paint it. So, in essence, they live our life for us. Consider this. Thrive in a space of nothing. Bring nothing to the situation but an open, clear canvas to paint. Decide what or how you want to live your life and paint it. Be it. Love it. Chill. One love. Uh, that's the end of our edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, today, it was awesome to have you, Jackie, sitting It was. There. Nice chill lounge, Angel. Thank you, Miha. I like it. It was from the heart. I like that, too. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank our guest, uh, uh, Jerry Sanchez, DJ Hayes, and Coco. Thanks, guys, for coming on Thanks our show. Thanks for coming thank in. You. Thank, thank you, you for having us. everyone. Had a blast. Right on, eh? Awesome. And, and the familia over there, to the twins. Thanks, and the, Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, make sure that you guys check us out next week. We got an awesome show. Uh, www.twintalkcast.com. And you could also catch our podcast tomorrow where? And you can check us out at twintalkcast.com or on Facebook where we will be on rotation. Indeed, and on uh, iTunes because we are iTwins. So, everybody, good night. Shoo!